Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jada, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Hello, hello, we're here. We're back again, everyone. We're back, we're back, everybody. Welcome to another exciting edition. After a long hiatus. Yes. Did we do an episode last week? I don't even remember. We've done so much other stuff. Yeah, we we're, we've been quite busy. We have been. We've been doing uh, we've been doing word tales. We've been doing um, well. That's about it. Yeah, word yeah. tales. <laughs> that's about it. That that take it uh, takes an inordinate amount of time. Uh, for those of you who haven't yet watched our new series, Word Tales, go watch it. It's on the Motley B Network. Which we should uh, probably go ahead and explain we that to everybody. Plug it. Yeah, plug it. Because uh, what started as a simple, simple podcast has yes. evolved into a network. It's growing legs. Yes. That's right. We are uh, on land. For those of you who are subscribers, you will probably notice that if you go to what was the Hindsight is Horrifying channel on YouTube, it is now the Motley B uh, Network mm-hmm. channel. Um, that is the name we have chosen to sort of encompass all of our uh, misadventures in the media world. Uh, we've got uh, we've got two shows running now. We've got Hindsight is Horrifying, which is and will be the flagship show. So don't worry. Yes, fear uh, not. Not going anywhere. Uh, we have a new show called Word Tales, uh, which is sort of a fun take on etymology. It's actually it is fun. And if you don't know what etymology is, you better watch it. Yeah, you better, you better watch it. Yeah, perhaps we should um, feature the it's word not the etymology. Study of, not yeah, the study we should of, on study on of our etymology. Show. Yeah, exactly. It's not entomology. No, very uh, different. But we've got some other stuff that's going to be coming out on that network. Uh, everything that we do as a as a group, mm-hmm. uh, all of our media projects are going to be going there. You can find it uh, for those of you who haven't subscribed at YouTube.com/slash C slash motley b and i'm gonna put something uh a cool graphic yeah or i might, I might right there yeah or i might cut away to some amazing thing <laughs> wait in fact hang on a second wasn't that good <laughs> well done jason i know as always so talented i know God. i know so you'll never believe what i had to do to get him to do that oh. it, was, it was a lot but anyway so we are still uh doing hindsight is horrifying darth yes, why don't you tell us which movie we are doing today. We are actually going with a pick from Mr. Brown, uh, starring Val Kilmer. When has that ever gone wrong? (laughs) Mm. Only all the time. Uh, But this is a movie from 1984. It is called Top Secret. And it's a spoof on, I don't know, every World War II movie that's ever happened. Well, it's a a Zucker Brothers Abrams comedy. Uh Uh-huh. Um... The Zucker brothers, of course, and, and Abrams, they've made some of the funniest movies in history. Oh, Airplane, yeah. The Naked Gun, um, Hot Shots. I mean, Who it, did go- Kentucky Fried Movie? Was that them? That was them. Oh, I'm pretty sure that was them. That's yeah. some good stuff. This is actually, and I'm going to start this episode off being a bit controversial, this is my least favorite of oh. the Zucker, <laughs> Abrams, Zucker universe. I, I, think it, I think it's the weakest of, of the movies that they did. Yeah, you know, there were definitely some issues with it, but I'll tell you, first and foremost, oddly, it was a patrol favorite. 
on my submarine. <laughs> the guys just loved watching it every Saturday night, probably because of the rather buxom, the buxom ladies, the glowing boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was going to say, was it because of Val Kilmer and no. that, uh, and, the, and the large just black man? Call him sure leave. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but but also, what was the black guy's name in the movie? Oh, oh, it was uh, chocolate, chocolate mousse. mousse. <laughs> chocolate <laughs> mousse, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet he was a big old favorite of y'all's. <laughs> Especially with no. that giant ass gun. We, <laughs> we had our own chocolate mousse on board. We didn't need to oh, that's true. get that's excited yeah, okay. about uh, two-dimensional chocolate mm. mousse. <laughs> I want to go I want to go surf skeet shooting now. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, that opens with Surfing, skeet shooting. Now, I thought it was the Beach Boys that sang it, but it was Val Kilmer. No, it's Val Kilmer, yeah. He does all of his singing. Yes, he does. As um, his character. Nick uh, Rivers. Nick Rivers. In fact, on the soundtrack. <laughs> there's the boobies. Yeah, on the, the soundtrack. Boobies. This actually has less boobs than other yeah. uh, Zucker Abrams movies. I don't think there were any bare breasts. I don't think there one. were. Uh, there was on a calendar. Oh, That's, was there? Yes, there was. I yeah. caught that. Yeah. I caught that. Yes. Surprisingly. That, yeah. Shock. <laughs> Shock and awe. And if you squint your eyes, the girls in the bikinis can almost be naked. <laughs> well, you can do that with any movie. You can watch Downton Abbey and do that. <laughs> oh, the really, Dowager. Is that really a guy thing where yeah. uh, it was a joke on Scrubs where Elliot and JD had finally slept together and... He's just staring at her in the hospital, and she was like, what? He goes, well, I've seen you naked now, so everything I watch you do, I'm seeing you do it naked. <laughs> and, yeah. I well, you know, know that, that even works if you haven't seen someone naked. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Pretty much works for everyone. <laughs> I have to go. Are you undressing me with your eyes? Obviously. <laughs> no, that was an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now I'm just relishing every yeah. moment. Oh, my. Have you ever had the experience of having a, uh, a dream about somebody that you know, and then, like, you see them the next day? Yes. And you feel like... They have to know I had a dream about them, you know, like like you have a coworker that you, you slept with in a dream the night before and it, and it makes it awkward because you're because you're like, does she know she's got to know she can smell it. I can tell a story about that. Oh, Ooh, do yes, please. If you'd like to. Mm hmm. I was on patrol when I had this dream. Speaking of patrol favorites, I had a dream about a he girl. He was dreaming about chocolate mousse. <laughs> no. no. Am I going to get this out with a chocolate mousse all over my face? No. <laughs> anyway. No. No, I, I, had, a, I had a dream about, uh, about a girl who graduated with me in high school, and she was dating a friend of mine. We, we never had a relationship. Uh, her name was Karen. I'll leave her last name out to preserve her anonymity because she's probably a listener. And and this would this would have been seven. She's got years. a little shrine of you. No, I was about to yeah. say she's been pining for Mr. Brown all these years. Oh, it gets worse. Oh no. <laughs> no, I had a dream. It, we had, we hadn't seen each other or even thought of her for seven years. I have this dream. In our dream, we're in a relationship. We're going to get married. It's really special. I hadn't seen her in seven years. I get off patrol. I go to this bar, and guess who I see? No, Karen. Shit. Karen. See, that's right? weird. It is really that's, weird. That's weird. Was she still good looking? Yes, yes. <laughs> but I Did went you up get to married? her. No, I, they just got married. I went up to her and I, I told her the story and she's like, what was your name again? Oh. <laughs> and oh, then she oh. reaches over and says, and this is my boyfriend. Oh, wow. So oh. that's when I, that was, that was when I realized that dreams don't always come true. Well, well, I mean, after a seven-year I thought Mama didn't life. raise no quitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's called an obstacle, son. <laughs> you get in there and get past it. I felt compelled to quit because I was a skinny guy, and this boyfriend was... He's married, and he's faithful. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I would yes. feel a little awkward and probably react the same way if somebody I hadn't seen in almost a decade came and didn't and remember. Said, hey, well, yeah, and said, "Hey, I had a dream about you last night." That'd be a little yeah. worrisome. You're right. It is kind of, in hindsight. It is a little horrifying. Ah. Yeah, because so. I mean, we all know that the worst thing, you, the most boring experience in the world, is having somebody tell you about their dreams. I mean, that's that's just universally known. Somebody sitting and telling you about their dreams is it's impossible to be interested. I don't know. Like (laughs) the only person I that's kind of true, because I'll listen to Meg's dreams. We tell each other about each other's dreams all the time, especially if it involves a handsome fella. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, okay. I I suppose sex dreams would be the the (laughs) exception to that rule. But if you just have a dream, my sex dreams never end the way that I want them to. Jeff Goldblum rejected me that one time, and that just that sucks. (laughs) Getting shot down in a dream, yeah, that sucks. I find the dreams are your subconscious. So what happens in real life (laughs) normally happens in the dream, and it's sad because if you knew it was a dream, you'd be bold. You wouldn't have to wear protection. Oh God, you'd use a gun. (laughs) You could. You could, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to impress her with your ability to shoot things. Uh-huh, I have to go. So um, we digress. I know this was the least favorite of the Zucker films. So let's see what this movie's about for those of you who have not uh, experienced it. So to represent the United States in a cultural festival organized by the Nazis of East Germany, the handsome, hip-swinging rock and roll teen idol Nick Rivers travels deep behind the Iron Curtain. However, when Nick discovers that the promoters use the long-awaited event as a smokescreen to hide their plans to destroy the entire NATO submarine fleet in plain sight, the American singer allies with brave Hilary Flamond, how do you say her name? Flamond. Flamond, and one local French resistant uh, fighting group. But can sweet voice Nick thwart the oppressor's plans and fall in love in the process? Yeah, um... How old was was Val Kilmer? I'd have to when, see. When he made nineteen eighty four, he was twenty three years old. I was about to say. Wow. No, I'm sorry, fifty nine. He, he was born in fifty nine. Okay, so that would have made him twenty five. Twenty five. Mm. Okay. But, and th- there's a bit of a problem with that for me because they're calling him a teen idol in this description, and he's clearly not. <laughs> it's just yeah. Well, that means that the teen. He's at the teen. Idol yeah, the teen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's not a teen idol. Yeah. Gotcha. You know. Yeah, because when he's on stage, that in one of his many musical numbers of this film he pulls what looks like a 12 year old up on stage with oh, that was a little creepy yeah, yeah it was, it was, I, was I was uncomfortable with that just a yeah. tad i was like all the women in that crowd that you could pull pulled up on stage and you get somebody who's obviously not legal yet that's that's okay and and also this parallels to the release of val kilmer's latest prime video mm-hmm. called val val yes and both Darth and I have watched Val, it's and it is, it is, I thought it was, was poignant. And <laughs> yeah, it's funny that I recommended it to you guys, and I haven't actually oh, seen it. And he it. hasn't Mr. watched Brown's it yet. Yeah. Members. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back any memories? <laughs> this is the East German, what, gymnast team? Yeah, the, most beautiful, the most beautiful women in East Germany. <laughs> and and for you, those of you who, who are just listening, it is a bunch of men, bodybuilders with yeah, what? Break, break bosoms. Yes. How do you know they're fake? And and you're right. <laughs> I am I am just amazed that a Omar Sharif is in the movie, and he's in the movie a lot. Unbelievable. And, and they do a lot of stuff to Omar Sharif. He's a very 
I mean, it's sort of like Academy a, Award. Yeah, it's like winner? having Olivier and yeah. hitting him with a with a, a, a pie in the face. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty great. Well, you know, when you're poor, you do things yeah. that are very crazy. He might have spent all of his. He might have spent all of his Academy Award money on wine, women, and songs. That's and true. Needed to get that, that second house in Malibu. He burned straight through that Barnes and Noble's gift card they give you <laughs> with the Academy Award. Yes, <laughs> and a Starbucks gift card. Oh my. The worst gift in the world. And he doesn't even drink coffee. Ugh. No. But <laughs> there's so many people in this movie that look like other people, but then I aren't. Know, I know. It's weird. That's intentional. Well, I don't know. No, because like the the guy who plays the mayor of uh, of whatever uh, Berlin, East Berlin, yeah. uh, the guy who was just up there giving the speech, I swore that was Commandant Mauser from Police Academy. And, sure. And it, <laughs> it, 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 it's not. Okay. Um, it I, the only people that I absolutely know. I spotted and then got right. Actually, there was only one that I was like, oh, that's him, was Carson from Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Who him. Who plays, uh, I don't I remember his Deja character. Vu, maybe? Deja Vu. Deja, Deja Vu. Deja Vu, yeah. You can't forget him. Yeah. <laughs> or if you do, you Latrine. see him. Latrine. <laughs> now, this guy, the, the blind guy who is the undercover resistance fella, he reminds me of someone from uh, uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, he looks like, uh, he looks like, yeah. The okay. Weasley Nazi guy. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, the blind guy is selling uh, what apparently is just a box full of sight gags. <laughs> you know, the, a cigar that blows up in the customer's face and then... Whipped cream. Whipped whip cream. cream in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, the East Germans were known for their love of, of prop comedy. I mean, that was that was just a given if you went over there. I mean, it was all <laughs> giant fish. And, you know, Carrot Top is actually, you know, he's from East Germany. <laughs> and for you listeners yeah. under the age of 30... Germany used to be divided into two, yeah, I know. East and West it's Germany. The, you, you're talking to people who don't even realize that, that you know, we have had two Gulf Wars. Yeah. You know. They're like, what wall? Yeah, Zoomers don't even know that we had a war in Vietnam, you know. Is that what they're called, Zoomers? I, I've been seeing that more and more, so I think that's becoming the official, uh, you know, you've got Boomers, Gen X... Millennials. Millennials. And I think Zoomers is sort of coming into coming into its own. Is that Gen Z? Yeah. Gen, Gen Z. Z. The Zoomers. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, which I'm not a hundred percent sure which years qualify you as a Gen Z. But uh well, let's look it up. Whoever they are though, I know I like them more than millennials because like all hey. or, Well, sorry. Take it easy. Well, like all organic life, I hate millennials. <laughs> it's just a thing. Yeah, but I'm not one of the douchebag millennials. That's no, the difference. No. You're one of the good ones. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> You're one of the good it's ones, like Dar. The best house in a bad neighborhood. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that you should have to go to your own schools and things like that. I think we make an exception. <laughs> Well, it's like I was telling uh, Jason's son the other day when we were working on our etymology project. I said, I think your dad and Adam forget quite often that I was born before the internet. <laughs> they make fun of me for being young quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay, you're right, because Generation Z colloquially known as Zoomers. Zoomers, it's nice. It's demographic cohort succeeding millennials and preceding Gen Alpha. Researchers in popular media used the mid to late 90s as starting birth years and the early 2010s as ending birth years. So, uh, young Adam is a Zoomer. He's a Zoomer. When, when would 2011 fall in that? Where, where's that at? Um, are they born are in they, 2011, you mean? Yeah, are they? Or uh, 2010, 2011. I'm trying to get a range. Well, no, you had that chart up. Is that your... Oh. How old is your young he was twenty. Yeah, he's 2010. 2010. 2010. Um, okay, so... You've got the silent generation born from 1928 to 45, 
Baby boomers <laughs> born from 46 to 64. Silent generation. Gen X, 1965 to 80. Millennials, 81 to 96. Gen X, baby. Gen Z, 97 to 2012. So he, Ooh. so David's technically a Zoomer. He's a Zoomer. Yeah, all of our kids are Zoomers. Generation Alpha, the early 2010s to mid 20s. Gen Alpha, early 2010s to I, I, I see. I view him more as an Alpha, as a Gen Alpha. I don't think he's you really think he's an I, Alpha male. Oh, I know he's an Alpha male. <laughs> um, no, he was I, cracking me up talking about his schoolmates and how <laughs> ridiculous they are. <laughs> they all are. It's great. Yeah, that's what he was. I just, I, I just love hearing the stories about how they just fuck with each other. How did they do that? Oh, name it. They're constantly ripping on each other. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's just, it's no holds barred with them, but but they all seem to enjoy it. So, you know. Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah, there's a movie. Nick it's Rivers fun. is at a restaurant, and this is when he's going to meet his femme fatale, perhaps, <laughs> the lady of the film, Flamande. Yes. Hilary Flamande. Hilary Flamande, yes. Uh, he rescues her uh, in he typical... Does. You know, action movie fashion. But and you can get, they are at the Hotel Gay Schluffen. <laughs> which means? Uh, gay sleeper. No, it means go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. And um, is that actually a hotel? No. Because you can get shirts online. Really? Hotel Gay Schluffen. <laughs> Schluffen. Are you going to be purchasing one? And no. Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm, you know, I'm just. Because it costs money. It does. You know, there's that. <laughs> you know. That, uh, I don't know. Technicality. It, 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 fails, that, it fails that test that where, where I think what I, because it, it's probably like 30 bucks. So it's like, what would I rather have, this or 30 bucks? <laughs> and if the answer is I'd rather have 30 bucks, I'm not buying it. <laughs> see, that's funny how people purchase like that. Me, if I see something, no matter what it is, I make myself wait like a week or two and if i still want yeah, two weeks the, from then yeah, i'll buy it yeah, yeah that's an excellent strategy i think so yeah because you get the you get that whole impulse out mm-hmm. yeah you know then the you know if you really I, need it or not yeah. the one place i impulse purchase is at dragon con uh but well that only but happens once yeah a year, i allow myself that you, you can't wait a week and come back Mm-mm. you know so that's different well you can depending on the vendor because you could always order it online later yeah well that's true that's yeah. true but, but who's going to do that? Ordering stuff online? Psh. Well, God, that's no. because your I go generation to local doesn't stores. believe in the internet. The what now? <laughs> that's because your generation doesn't believe in the internet. The what now? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, speaking of impulse buys at uh, Dragon Con, he has a picture, of selfie of, of him and Lou Ferrigno behind pointing at a picture, photos, $10 or $20 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's angry at him because he's not turning green. I was going to so. say that's the last person you want to make angry. Yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> now, if he was smart, he should have paid Lou Ferrigno and said, "Hey, for my picture, this is what I want oh, to do." You know, be classic. And then Lou Ferrigno, I think, probably would have gone for that. Oh, he definitely yeah. would have. Well, yeah. some celebrities are just really cool about photos and meeting oh, them in person. No, no, no Brendan Fraser. I oh, okay. I thought him. we were. Gonna I wasn't going to talk no, about Carrie no, Elway story no, coming not in Harry again. Oh, I love him. Y'all can just get over <sighs> it. But uh, no, apparently, a woman dressed like Evelyn from The Mummy showed up to a panel that Brendan Fraser was on, and he was like, "Evelyn, where have you been? And why do you have that book again?" And she was like, "I'm not going to read from it." And he goes. That's what you said last time, and I was just like, "That's Aww. fantastic." Brendan Fraser, Aww. see, come on, good, we all like Brendan egg. Fraser. Bring him back, Scorsese. Fraser, bring about the Renaissance. Yeah, what was that the term? Mm-hmm. Is that the Renaissance. Is that, is that the, the triumphant that, return? Is, is, is that the hash label that the kids are using? <laughs> <laughs> is that the pound sign? That the you pound sign tag that they put in when the tweets. Yes, uh, when they when they tweet on the Twitter. When they yes. tweet on their Facebooks <laughs> and whatnot. 
Eh? So, so Val Kilmer was the youngest person to ever be accepted to Juilliard, by the mm-hmm. way. Did he graduate? He did. Oh. He graduated from Juilliard. So he is a multi-talented individual. I did not know that. I thought he was just a pretty face. I mean, he definitely is a pretty face. Mm-hmm. He's the Iceman. Yes. And we'll we'll see what happens, Jason, when they bring about yeah. the sequel to Top Gun. Yeah, which, you know, uh, hopefully, you know... I'm I'm thinking I'll bring my grandkids to go see the sequel to Top Gun. When it's finally released, you know, when your they, 12-year-old they son get, becomes a father, yeah, they they'll, they'll take me out of the nursing home, you know, <laughs> and we'll my little hovering wheelchair will go in the theater. Oh my god! I remember when Tom Cruise was still alive, oh. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> It'll be like our nursing home uh, discussion. We have to we fight in- apes to get to the theater. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, didn't we plan on living in a nursing home? I'll be squawking about John Mulaney. Adam will be sneaking to the kitchen for lemons, and you'll be running around yelling yippee Kaye melon farmer. Yeah, John and listening to really loud metal. Yeah, where's my Megadeth? Like super loud metal. When I'm in the nursing home, those nurses are not going to get the typical old man experience. <laughs> just smother him with a pillow. Well, I was just wanted to like gun. chase them in the wheelchair. I thought yeah, that'd be, that'd funny. be fun. <laughs> <laughs> they pinch in their bottom. And it's I, exercise. And oh, I, said, I said that in front of my wife. She got offended. Oh, I see. Really? Isn't yeah. it weird? You do absolutely yeah. nothing and a woman gets offended. It was just, it's I was so kidding. bizarre. I was kidding. Yeah. I, uh-huh. You know, yeah, not going to happen. Um, no. Uh, yeah, but he will be in the new Top Gun movie and we will hopefully see it in a theater. Yes, yeah. um, it should be. You know, yeah. yeah, you know. Hopefully, by the by the time it comes out, Tom Cruise will still be acting. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, <laughs> he's running away from his gay thoughts. <laughs> when did he? Know. When did he ever start acting? Anyway, when he was born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's always been acting. My life is a stunt. Oh God. So my what? cousin, my cousin went to high school with Tom Maypother, as I'd mentioned. And I, I don't know if I told this story, but you know, when they all graduated from high school. Uh-huh. Have I told you this? You have, but you know, there are maybe not these listeners, but they, they had a little potluck dinner and then they blocked off the street and all the, you know, all the graduates <laughs> were there and everyone went through and told what they were going to be, right? I'm going to be a dentist. I want to be a, a mechanical engineer. He's like, I want to be a film actor. And they're all like, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> sure. You do. Shut up, May Pother. <laughs> I'm going to star in a string of movies with surprisingly gay titles. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Reacher. (laughs) Reach around. Uh, Yes. That seems to make lots lots of money. I know that's a family guy joke. Don't write in, okay? Mm. We we steal, but we... Back off Christina Ricci. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We cite our sources. Okay. So, you know, we're good. Um, Well. Now, the actress who plays... Blah, 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 in the movie, Hillary. Hillary. Lucy. Oh, that's Lucy right. Because Hillary is German for uh, bosoms that aren't affected by gravity. That's correct. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That's what she. Yeah. That's oh what my she god. Says. Um, uh, and it's this is another actress that I was looking at her, going, I know I've seen her in lots of stuff, and I looked, and I have not. She was in like four <laughs> four movies. I was about to say I've never seen anything besides this. The last one think. was in 1995 or yeah. something. Oh wow. Yeah, I, it's weird. It's like you you look through the movie and. I guess that's sort of a Zucker Brothers thing, though, because not a lot of Zucker Brothers alumni, you know, other than Leslie Nielsen, you know, a lot of the people who showed up there for the first time really didn't go very far. No, they didn't. You know, I was watching Family Guy last night and it um, Lois's sister. uh, I don't know if you know this. She's played by the actress who played Elaine on Airplane. Oh, Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. And didn't you have a story about her? I... I, there was the, 
Shakespeare in the Park, and it was star-studded, so I knew that we would be literally living in the park for three days in line to get those free tickets. So I went to, you know, a, a, you know, a store, a little furniture store to get, you know, some mats and some chairs, and I'm like burdened down with all of this stuff, and I'm walking up. <laughs> I wish I could have at seen Ninth that. <laughs> Avenue, and I look down and I see this cute little dog, and I think, oh, that's a cute little dog, and I look up, <laughs> and attached to the leash is. The woman who played Elaine. Yeah, like, look it up. Look it up. Remember now. her name. Look Check out up. her name. But I, I, I wanted to say something, but I not only could not remember where I knew her from, <laughs> but what the actress's name was. So it was. And, and you also look like the end of the jerk. <laughs> I, I did exactly <laughs> carrying the chair. You know. Did you tell her you had a dream about her? Then no. <laughs> no. I do that once, and I'll never do that. Even Julie if I. Julie Haggerty. Julie, Julie Haggerty. Yes, yeah. Julie yeah, Haggerty. She's, she has a great voice and is a is a fun actor. Who is too. famous uh, for not being in Top Secret? Ah, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, that's what, what that's mean? an interesting piece of trivia about Top Secret. You see, I've brought it back. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just get Val Kilmer going full Conrad Birdie slash see, Elvis. This is this is one of the things that that puts me off about the movie What's is that? the the musical numbers are way too long. They're way too <laughs> long. I don't think they're funny. Way too long. Well, because when they did the first editing, the movie was 35 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, they had, had to extend to, it. They yeah. had to fill it and they said, eh, this guy might be a star one day. Well, and two, you've got the, the sex factor of Val Kilmer. That's going to attract more women to the movie because if they see a lot of Val Kilmer, they're, you know, probably not going to hate how stupid the movie is. Well, you know, and it's it's amazing, too, because you look at a movie like this and, you know, it's a you know, it's a it's a comedy. It's not a hugely high budget movie, but they came in a million under budget when they really? shot this movie. Uh, so, wow. And I think the budget was only eight million. And I think they came in at huh. seven. Most of that seven million. We could have paid for just, that. I'm you know, you. pool our resources. We could have shot this film Absolutely. back in 1984. Your hog balls, sir. God. It just that, that's a line from the movie. She didn't just say. <laughs> <laughs> it's important for those of you at home to know. We are watching the movie yeah, before and that us was here in it, yes. and commenting, commenting on it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Omar. So earlier in the film, Hindsiders, Omar Sharif was in a car. They picked up the car. They dropped it in the compactor. And you think, oh, he's dead. Yeah. No. no, he shows up later in the film with his little face out of like the window which, of the which, car. Which is a, cla that's a nod to a classic spy movie trope where yes, yes. the, the not the hero, but one of the minor characters opens a door and comes in bleeding from a gunshot wound. Which Latrine you know. does about 40 times in this yeah, movie. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, and then, and then it, of course, he, he gets shot in the face by the windshield wiper. Yeah. And the windshield well, I just wiper like fluid. It. Hawaiian punch. And they lubricate him with Hawaiian punch. And yeah, then she, his antenna goes up. Oh, well, yeah. well when she leans <laughs> yeah, when over she leans him. over his antenna goes up. Uh, That's why uh, I became an actor. This yeah. scene right here. Well, you know, it's glamorous. It is. It's a glamorous industry. You know, that is an Academy Award winning actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to wonder if they really enjoyed this or if it was kind of like, um, who plays Wash in Firefly? I don't think Alan he... Alan Tudyk? Yeah. Uh, he was doing... He was the rooster from Moana. Yeah. The idiotic rooster. And at one point he was in the studio and he looks Said, at the yes, camera. Said, yes, I went goes, to Juilliard. Yes. Like, yeah, I went to Juilliard. 15 God. times I've heard that one. 
From who? From you. Really? Yes. No, but what I mean is, like, I wonder if Val Kilmer ever said that on any. Well, of Val podcast. Kilmer was supposedly difficult to work with on this. Just this, uh, or in yeah, on, on on this movie. Okay. Uh, and Omar Sharif. Uh, so the story goes is a way of thanking him for being in the movie. Uh, Zucker, the Zucker brothers and Abrams orchestrated this very expensive, lavish dinner uh, in his honor. Um, you know, to say thank you. And uh, they invited him and he said yes. And then uh, he did, did. He left and went back to England and didn't go to the expensive dinner. Oh, um, that's a <laughs> and he, he said in his culture, it's Speaking rude. It's rude move. to turn down an offer. So he didn't turn it down. He just did. not. He come. just didn't go. Wow. Yeah. So oh, that no. might have hinted at something with the uh, with the atmosphere. You think he'd have lower standards than that. I mean, he was dating Cher at the time of filming this movie. No, no, no. That was Omar Sharif. Omar Sharif, they they they, they, they had a dinner. I Val didn't no, know. no, 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 no. Val they had was a nobody. Yeah, when Val you said was to a nobody. Thank him, I thought you meant Omar was. But I, I got it mixed up. So. But to your point, though, he was a nobody, and we're gonna have to take a break, and we can talk about this when we come back. Mm. He was a nobody, but he was dating Cher. Yeah. So there's something. Go- there's more to the story. Yeah. You know there, there has, has to be. be. There has I'll, to be, I'll and we'll explore that yes. in a second. Back. Yes, we will be back in about. One second. And we're back. Yay. Surprisingly. Already. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, when, we, anyone. <laughs> when we left, uh, we were discussing the saga of Val Kilmer and his paramour at the time. His paramour. <laughs> nice. His girl. His, 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 his best gal. gal. <laughs> his gal Friday. Yeah. Share. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, they got a bit of an age difference. She's now 75 and he's 61. They met... Uh, at a birthday party that her friend threw for her and he was invited to. And her friend apparently approached her and was like, I've got this guy here who I think either you or my other friend will like. So He'll she- do literally anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Send him toy. on over, baby. He's a boy. He was her boy toy. <laughs> you show him your sweet potato pie. <laughs> he is on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Share- oh, wait, real quick. I want to uh, tell, tell the story here. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, well, you, you've got to print it out. Why don't you tell them? So the scene in which Lucy Gut- Gutteridge looks down from the balcony and onto the street to see hamsters and mice was, in fact, a miniature from Superman uh, 1978. Yep. The Zucker brothers and Jim Abrams stated in their DVD commentary that they found it in the old Shepperton Studios and thought it would be a great idea to use it somewhere in the movie. <laughs> and this is also <laughs> the scene with the cameo by the Zucker brothers and Mr. Abrams. There they are. Yep. They, they're the oh, Nazis that funny. break down the door. Yep. There's another prop. Uh, I know we're talking about Cher. And, and they were in the prop room. Yeah, yeah. Well there's, played. There's another prop in this movie. Or it was, well, it wasn't really in the movie um, that has an interesting story to it. You know the scene later on when Peter Cushing has the giant eye? Yes. Uh-huh. When they did that, uh, obviously they couldn't, the, 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 you know, the, the effects people couldn't make him sit there while they developed the prosthetic. So they took a cast of Peter Cushing's face. Okay. That cast survived and later would be scanned (gasps) and used in Rogue One. That's, they, they scanned the cast of his face and that was the basis of Peter Cushing's CG revival in, uh, in Rogue One. Yeah. That's awesome. I thought that was a neat piece of trivia. That is very, very awesome. Including, (laughs) 
this scene where Val Kilmer, his friend, <laughs> anal intruder, says he's having trouble satisfying his wife, and he said, "Here, try this, the anal intruder." <laughs> and then later, uh, oh, there's the Cher right there. She's a, got a picture uh, of Cher on the wall. How? What do they say later? Because this it comes took the surgeon two hours to get the smile off his face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because uh, he died impaled on a strange object. <laughs> he didn't understand the two twenty versus. <laughs> He was uh, testing it out before he, yeah. he used it on his wife. Exactly. He wanted to make sure it was okay. He's oh, a good husband. Quality control. Yeah. That's what that is. So anyway, That's so they, so uh, Cher and him dated for, do we know how long? Um, it doesn't say how long, but according to People Magazine, they interviewed her about it. And she said that he's like nobody she's ever known. She says he's exasperating and hysterical, thrilling and funny, and doesn't do what everyone else does. Like my penis. <laughs> <laughs> exasperating and funny. <laughs> 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 Doesn't do what everyone else does. That's <laughs> Goes its own way. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> but she said, uh, she goes on to say, we called ourselves Sid and Ethel. Val didn't want to yell Cher and I didn't want to yell Val. We also called ourselves Valis Maximus and Cheris Reprimandus. God, and, how insufferable were they? <laughs> uh, you, I can't even imagine. Apparently on one of their first dates, because they were just friends for a long time, and he'd like come and crash at her house and chill out. And In that order? Uh, she, <laughs> uh, she said he took me to a Japanese performance of Macbeth, and I was thinking, this guy is nuts. <laughs> Uh, and she of was course like, he did. She said she was in her 30s. He was in his 20s at the time. And she's like, I don't know. But it was a bigger deal back then. The truth was, if I hadn't have gone out with younger men, I would never have had a date. Younger men weren't intimidated by older women. Okay. All right. So apparently that's the story of Sharon Val. <laughs> well, when you go to Juilliard, too, you, you make a name for yourself. Well, because there's supposedly a Cher uh, poster. Yeah, there was. It was, it was in his I didn't notice yeah. it when I watched. Yeah. But that's why. Because they were in a relationship. Best joke in the whole movie. Where he asks, you know, what's his condition? Or let me know if his condition changes. He's dead. <laughs> I don't know why. That's that that's one. the best joke in the movie. That, for me. that was a good line. Yeah. And, and this guy, he's this guy is a perfect so German. Dead he's, he's a perfect German yeah. Nazi oh, yeah. dude. Which is because they're, but they're not. That's the funny thing. They're they're communists. Well, yes, I know. But but the whole movie is basically a World War II movie set in <laughs> during the Cold War. And a lot of the. Uh, the German that they speak in the movie is actually Yiddish. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, and what was like the line Hillary says? Where she talks about her father. He was born in America, but he was lucky. He was one of the lucky ones. He escaped <laughs> in a balloon during <laughs> during the Carter administration. Yes, that's well, right. There are a couple of Carter boy, jokes. if you could see it now. Because as long as men are oppressed and can't experience true freedom, as long as an actor can become the president, like they they dump on Carter quite a bit. Well, that was not Carter they were talking about. He was Carter. Not he was not an actor. No, no wait was. a minute. Who am I thinking about? Ronald no, Reagan. Oh. Ronald Reagan. Damn it. Why'd you tell her? Oh, Reagan I wanted to see her. Smash. I want. Oh, were you going to quiz her? I was going to see how long no, it that took. I would have gotten eventually. Do you know what Jimmy Carter did for his his career before he was in politics? No. Well, I know everything about Jimmy. Carter. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> He, well, he was a nuclear submarine officer mm -hmm. and yep. a peanut farmer mm -hmm. in Georgia. Well, yeah, the the, the, the nuke part is the part I was thinking. Oh, of. Yeah. oh yes. <laughs> I didn't know he was a peanut farmer. I knew he was a nuke. No, I knew he. I knew he did both. In fact, we both trained on the same plant. We were a few years different, though. When yes. when was he training? Nineteen fifties. Oh yeah. Okay. Mine was an old plant too. S one W plant in Idaho. Yeah. You, nuke, you nukes will recognize that. You That's where a listen. fun accident happened. SL1, you mean? Yeah, SL1. Yeah. SL1, of course. But we don't talk about that on this show. No, we do not. No, that is, has it never happened? Um, 
So the movie's still going. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Dorothy, got anything? I mean, <laughs> I, so. Oh, here's a question. Would you guys rather go back to high school or literally be tortured in a jail cell? I'd rather be tortured. I'd rather be tortured. Yeah. What was yeah. so bad about... I loved high school. What sucks so much about high school? Well, you're, you're, a, you're a freak. You're, you're a freak. <laughs> How? They call her freak High school sucked every second of high school. Now, if I could go back in time, like Knowing literally you know go now, back in time, yeah. oh, I would own that fucking place. Yeah. See, yeah. I... I don't know. I really enjoyed high school. It, you got to hang out with your friends all day, play soccer. Okay, here's and- the thing. You didn't have to worry about things like going up to the blackboard with a huge erection. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Maybe your nipples were erect. Yeah. But, but, but that was unnoticeable. Yeah, your body was just a constant bag of malfunction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was. You know. it was. I mean, I'll wa- take a zero for the day. <laughs> yeah, <each>. seriously. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard you say that. Yeah. Ugh. But okay, it's so true though. I just remember. I I remember someone told me that young boys, teenage boys, think about sex every fifteen minutes. I freaking set a countdown timer <laughs> on my watch, and I said I'm not going to think about it. Boop. Thirteen minutes, forty-two seconds. Uh, uh, they're right. It I was, was going to say fifteen minutes actually seems like a. Lo- they must be putting like sleep in there so it averages, it lengthens the curve out. <laughs> that's why you. Well, occasionally you would think about what the teacher was saying. You know. Yeah, that's true. But well, you might occasionally. Yeah, or you'd see like a really awesome car, but then you'd think about sex too. What, what, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I could have, have sex in that car. Yeah. <laughs> No, instead, you just get a 13-year-old girl in braces telling you how badass your Porsche Porsche is. That I will never forget. That was a seminal Hey, you know know what? That goes in the win column. (laughs) (laughs) All right? Hey, he got admiration. That's not from where he wanted it. That (laughs) counts. Oh, that happened to me the other day with somebody uh, older and cooler. <laughs> um, one of our damn coworkers dog. came in. Damn, damn and a 13-year-old girl in that year. I know, but just <laughs> let him have the win. I know. <laughs> no, but no, it's the opposite with me. Nobody expects me to get out of the Dodge. They just don't. So when the other Jason in our building walked in the other morning, he said, Jade, is that your challenger outside? I said, yes. And he was like, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I surprise people when I climb out of that car. It's funny. But, yeah, so... um, Especially the owner. Like, you'd stolen it. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make... make, Yeah. It was a rare miss. Now, Professor Flamel... Is that, is that, yeah, that's Michael Goh, right? Yeah, it's Michael Goh. Michael Goh, who played Alfred. Yes, he and Val were together again in Batman Forever. I'm surprised, I'm surprised. Great reunion. (laughs) I think I remember you from a film I did 20 years ago. Uh Hopefully it was the other way, and Val Kilmer said that, and Michael Goh went, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. (laughs) (laughs) I love Michael Goh. Val who? See, there's there's what I, there's Yeah, there's, yeah. Oh, okay, of course you noticed that. It's like snap-on tools. Yeah. Those are great uh, calendars. Snap on tools. Oh, well, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> great it's, calendars. It's, do I want to know? Back uh, in the 70s, you got a Before the internet. Yeah, before the internet. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you could. Oh, she's going to look at She's going to look at <laughs> it. Up. Okay, here we go. Am I about to regret this? We're going to show, we're gonna have, have to show to... the ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Just okay. Snap on tool calendars. Wah, wah. There was an American submarine outside. Well, sure. I'm, um, I'm not seeing anything inappropriate. Did you put calendar? No. Put nudie. Yeah, just put calendar. Put boobs. Snap on tools. <laughs> snap on tools. Cal- calendar. Put boobs. <laughs> <laughs> put boobs. I need you to calm the hell down. 
Okay. No pictures. The Snap-on's girly calendar. Well, that's because we haven't clicked on images. So. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay. This is exciting radio. Yeah. <laughs> this is this literally. There's <laughs> some inside baseball stuff right here. Can you hold it up to the camera? Uh, I can hold it up to the camera, but if you think I'm getting up and walking no. over to the okay. camera. I thought you could do it on the other one, but whatever. Nice. <laughs> um so Nick Ri- Nick Rivers thought he was immune to any kind of prosecution because he was a guest of, of the, the state yeah. of the government, but they captured him. They were going to shoot him in the firing squad, and which is how you guys said you'd want to be executed if it came of course, down to yes, it. Of course, yes, best way to go. Oh yeah, no electrocution. And then they needed to to rescue him so that he could do his show, and he was bye bye Birdie. Yes, he's Conrad Birdie. Well, they, Red Birdie. And the, the the bit that they do in this scene, uh, so he's going to be executed by firing squad, and the uh, the colonel, or the general, whoever, decides, no, we need to we need to stop the execution so he can go and do the show. So he calls, and a little old lady slowly walks towards the phone with a walker. <laughs> She's on a walker. The actual original cut of that was like five minutes long. Oh my god! And I, I think it's like on the Blu-ray. Oh or, really? Yeah. And she, well, she actually gets to the she, phone. She gets to the phone right as it stops ringing, <laughs> and then she starts to walk back. <laughs> it rings again, and then it starts ringing again. Oh, why did they? Cut yeah, that I know, out? I know. That would have been great. I think I they. I think w- Jason would have enjoyed that more than any of the musical numbers that Al Cameron. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah they don't do it for me. Um, oh, but this is the scene where he calls the twelve-year-old girl <laughs> up and. Yeah, and it talks about like spending the night her. with her. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I don't think you have the register for that particular. No, I don't, noise, Mr. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Rivers, <laughs> I love the way you sing. <laughs> That's a nice car, Mister. <laughs> it, it is. I, this is my favorite of the musical numbers, though, it's just a win. because he's talking about. <laughs> He's talking about how he can't live without the girl that he's in love with. And you see him like laying down on train tracks and sticking his head in an oven and attempting to hang himself. And his backup singers, these doo-wop kind of guys, keep stopping him. They're all rescuing him. Yeah. 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 yeah seriously, this girl has got to be. Oh, she is such a jailbait. Right, so she's 13. Yeah. She's a teenager. Well, wait a minute. At least. They're in East Germany. Yeah. What was the age of consent Ooh. in East Germany? Because remember, Archer called it what the Alabama of, the, of Europe. Uh, that, no, that was no, all. Sh- that was no, no, no. Gestat. She was of Marian oh. age. God, you guys are like that. No, but the girl was German. Look, so she was German. She was, and German, she was like the age of consent, like fifteen or something. Yeah. Oh, like men like it on the Wilhelm. <laughs> <laughs> You've never even seen a Wilhelm. Yeah, this this whole scene is just. It's, it's strange. A, it, and it's not funny. It's noticeably uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, because, I mean, this kind of thing happens more often than you'd expect. Like, Christina Ricci has talked about this with Johnny Depp since they've got a pretty significant age difference and they were love interests in Sleepy Hollow. People, she was in an interview saying, oh, yeah, people are like, oh, you're so lucky you get to kiss Johnny. And she was like, yeah, but we met when I was nine and <laughs> he was 27. So she was like, don't get me wrong. Johnny's an awfully good looking man, but... It yeah, was she's, a little weird yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. Well, I mean, I, I don't judge age difference ever, is but there, like it, when you met when one of you was in single digits and the other is yeah, a sing, single person. single digits. That's a pretty that that that's a hard line. Yeah, because right I mean, you know, even, even when, in East Germany. Yeah. Ugh. Now, um, is, is there some Johnny Depp news? 
I heard that he had some, there were some developments uh, with if there is, uh, I haven't heard it yet, with his with his ongoing uh, feud with, with uh, one Miss, Mrs. Heard. Uh, Amber Heard. God, she sucks. Uh, She's a horrible, horrible. For those person, of you who don't know, uh, Darth has a passionate hatred for Amber Heard. Uh, if she ever meets Amber Heard, she will kill her. <laughs> well, well, hold on, don't be putting that on video. I'm just saying, Amber Heard better stay away. She won't from... have to apply makeup and fake it in court. Yeah. That's all I can tell yeah. you. Um, well, while Darth is looking that up, we'll yeah. continue with uh, <laughs> the the musical numbers coming to an end. Oh, no, it isn't. The guitar comes down on ropes. He grabs it and they, oh, they yeah. rescue him. They pull him to safety before the... Is, are those Zucker brothers again? Yeah, I think it was. It might have been. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. But then they sh- they're on, jumping on bicycles and then like they were horses. They shoo them all the other bikes away and they take <laughs> off. Silly, which is, but that's a classic. I think that's the weird thing. Like, it's a Zucker Brothers movie with Zucker gags, yeah. But the plot of the movie doesn't go well with the gags, right? And for some reason, like Airplane goes perfectly well, which in theory it shouldn't either, because you know pilots. They're not a silly concept either. No, but, but I think because it's sort of a bottle episode movie. Mm. You know, everything's happening on the airplane, more or less. Right. You know, you've got stuff on the, you know, in the tower, thing, you know, but it, most of it is happening in the airplane. I don't know. And it's just, I think the actors are more gag friendly actors in airplane. Um, and you don't have like in the Naked Gun, you know, where it's, it's the anchor of the movie is Leslie Nielsen. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know. Uh, and he's naturally funnier than Val Kilmer. Like Val Kilmer's not yeah, a comedic that, actor. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I think that's the thing, and it might even be the problem that I know Val Kilmer from Top Gun and Tombstone and Thunderheart and The Saint and all these movies, and it's mm-hmm. very hard for me to go back. Yeah. And watch it and take it as a as a comedy. Yeah, because I mean, you know, maybe that's it's just perception of different actors like we were talking about this off screen about how tom cruise did such a great job in um what was that jamie fox movie uh, oh, collateral damage collateral damage yeah because but that's not as big of a transition going from being an action hero to being a villain as going from being going from you know being the action hero to being a clown yeah like, that's a much larger jump in my head yeah i i just don't think he pulls off that <sighs> he doesn't have that leslie nelson dryness yeah. You know, because he's, he's trying to do the same bits. You know, there's Zucker Brothers, Abrams bits like Leslie Nielsen was doing, but he just doesn't have the delivery the same way. And even her, even the actress, she yeah, doesn't... Yeah, of them are terribly funny. They don't have... There's just a certain comedic, you know, everything's like half a beat off. It's like listening to music, it's a little slow, you know? It feels like it should be faster. It feels like something's Agreed. wrong, you know? Yeah, and when you don't have one funny person as you know, the main couple, at least it, it just doesn't float. I see what you're going with that. Now we are coming to the twin peaks part of the movie. Um, those of you out there who watch twin peaks, will know what I'm talking about. Right. Yes, of course. Um, which I wonder if this scene actually inspired David Lynch (laughs) because, um, well, because, you know, David Lynch movie, somebody once said, if you take a David Lynch movie and you make it a comedy, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a Zucker brothers comedy. (laughs) Um, but uh, the the scene that's coming up is filmed entirely in reverse, and it's a very long scene to do in reverse. And yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, there's. 
I wonder how many times it took to shut. shut I don't know, but su- supposedly you can go on the internet and they because the the scene played correctly was on like a, it was an Easter egg on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, okay. And so I think you can go out and find this scene played forward. Okay. You know, but it's just great. I mean, things things in reverse. It, I need it, that superpower that Val Kilmer has, where he can just. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I just love that they make it where he knows it's fun. <laughs> you yes. know, watch this. Let me just because uh, he's he's throw following that book the up. yeah he's restocking restocking these books and he's just throwing them like five. So feet someone in the must air. be like pushing it out and yeah. he's catching yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because when they reverse it, he's just catching it. In there. Yeah, but how much fun? And that's are, how they did the uh, the. Uh, cool. The language too. Oh yeah, they yeah. They played the dialogue yeah. in English backwards to make it sound unique. Yeah, because um, they were in the Red Lodge mm. or the Black Lodge, and they go backwards um, up the fireman's pole. But wouldn't this scene be funnier with the guy from Airplane? Which guy from Airplane? The uh, Ted Ted Stryker. Oh God, yes. Well, it Ted would, Stryker, it, if he was the, star it would of this be movie, a funnier. And it if, would be a funnier. Yeah, movie. and if Elaine was playing, yes. yeah, it would be You're a right. it would be a funnier movie. I think that's where it. it it falls apart because they they both have that low key sense of humor that yeah is required of a Zucker Brothers. Movie. This is not a Juilliard trained thespian no. movie. No, I yeah. guess he was attempting to show his range, but he doesn't even really. I'm he's got gags, but I can't even remember what they are. At one point, he does that speech about I'm not the first guy to fall in love with a girl that he met at a restaurant, and then he saved her life, and her dad's being held <laughs> yeah. by the Gestapo, and blah, yeah. blah blah. And then she goes, "Yeah, that sounds like a really bad movie," and they just. Slowly look at the camera, and that's totally a Ted, uh, Ted Stryker and Elaine moment. Yeah, they would, they oh, would yeah, do it, it and it would so work perfectly. Funnier. It would be beautiful. Here's our the the Blue Lagoon sequence, mm-hmm. um, which I need the mango tree. <laughs> nice callback. You're welcome. <laughs> very very good. Um, I, yeah, there was another uh, the part where Val Kilmer jumps the motorcycle, and then he winks at the camera. It's yeah. so Steve McQueen. Yeah, it's, but it but it comes across to Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah. no, that's exactly yeah, what yeah, I wrote exactly, in my, yeah. my own notes. It, again, Ted Stryker would have done that, and it would have looked like a gag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah, Ted Stryker would have nailed it. But uh, I love that there's this, you know, contest between Val Kilmer and Hillary's old flame, who she got abandoned, or she was lost on a desert island with this guy who's so obviously gay. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Well, he's so uh, you know he's so obviously the bad guy. Yeah. You know they keep hinting the entire time there's a mole in the resistance movement. <laughs> it's him, and it's like, what possible way could we eliminate this character from the love triangle? <laughs> oh, make him the mole. Okay. Yep. There you go. Well, That's I it. Mean, they and they did have that moment though before you discover that he's the traitor to the French resistance that uh, she actually does love. Nick, and she tells him as much. She's like, I'll stay with, uh, what was his name? Nigel. <laughs> I'll stay with Nigel just because I believe in his work and it's so important to him, but Nigel. I just wish I didn't Nigel. love you so much. And then they make out while they're parachuting to yeah. the ground. Now, I did like the gag where there was a fireplace. Because <laughs> yeah. the first time they hook up, they hook up in front of a fire. And, Which like, is a right hotel here. Yeah, yeah, right there. And they just, it's all rolling. Like, well, yeah, the, the the bit where they're parachuting and Val Kilmer goes. Sinks to, below sinks her. And she, and she, she calls, calls Nick, Nick and he comes back up. <laughs> that. That's, that was that, great. That, <laughs> Ted and Elaine would have. Exactly. Seen, would have, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, you, I can't even argue. You're so right. But I, I do love this. Movie needs George Kennedy and Robert Stack. Yeah, for real. But, uh, I but every this. movie needs them. Hillary's telling him, like. Oh, I've you don't know what it's like to not be with your family because once again she was deserted on an island with Nigel <laughs> when she was a kid, and that's how you know they discovered their 
sexuality with one another and blah blah blah. She's literally she's, the entire plot of Blue Lagoon is two people learning to have sex. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie. That's what I've heard. That's the whole movie. I've never seen yeah. it. But then Val, she says, oh, you don't know what it's like to lose your whole family. And he goes, that's not true. I might know. And it turns <laughs> yeah. out he was, he was abandoned in a Macy's department store. <laughs> <laughs> and he discovered his love of music when he heard over the intercom one day that they needed a new jingle for the department store. And he sings it for her. And the first line is an Elvis song, Are You Lonesome Tonight? Yeah, yeah. And then it moves on to, is your kitchen a sight? And it's yeah. starting to talk about like appliances and makeup and whatnot. But she falls in love with him right then, and she's just like, oh, Nick, and of course they have sex in front yeah. of the fire. Or at least it's implied. Yeah. Lots yeah. of fun stuff happening over here off camera. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah and... Are your stockings it, not sheer? <laughs> see, and that's... The, I, and it's weird, because, I mean, I'm having a hard time, like, quantifying why his performance isn't funny in this scene. Even if you look at Hot Shots, Charlie Sheen would have been funny. Yeah. Well, I think... I, going back to what I said a minute ago, I think it's about your perception of the actor in yeah, general because yeah. Charlie Sheen is a funny guy. Like he was on Two and a Half yeah, Men. Yeah, he's and, done a lot of comedy. Yeah, he's done yeah. funny stuff. But Val Kilmer is always doing dramas and action movies. He's he can be the heartthrob and he can be the what, action. What hero, other comedies was Val Kilmer in? I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of one. That's what I'm saying. He was mostly in dramas and yeah, action I, movies. Yeah. I don't. He I can't. Do much I don't remember him being in any comedies. Oh, but to go back to Johnny for a second, it except for like the Island he... of Dr. Moreau, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, God, what a disaster! <laughs> what a disaster that was. I mean, that was a comedy, right? Yeah, it had yeah. to be. That's the only explanation yeah. that I'll accept. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Johnny apparently gained some sway in court against Amber Heard. So. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. Okay, that was it. I'm happy about that. Okay, so Val Kilmer, yeah, he was in the Doors, The Saint, uh, like, the Kiss doors. Kiss Bang Bang. He's in Tombstone. Uh, so yeah, fucking look, good in Tombstone. I'm looking for another comedy. Oh, he was in Jay and Silent Bob. He was the cameo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he didn't cameo. carry the movie. No, he was not a star. He did then. play Mark Twain in the the Cinema Twain, the oh, Super. He, he was. He did play Elvis in a film, an did imaginary he? Elvis. What was it? Uh, Quentin Tarantino's first screenplay. What was it called? It was with. Not um, Reservoir Dogs. No, no, no. It wasn't. <laughs> he didn't direct it. He just wrote it. <laughs> he just wrote it. Let's see. Oh gosh, help me out here. I will find it. Just oh, um, Slater was in it. Christian Slater. <laughs> wait, it, wait, ten thousand miles or some? Uh, no, it was it was Graceland? True Romance. Oh, True Romance. Ah, uh, yeah, know. True Romance. He, he Leo. Played the, he played the imaginary Elvis yeah, in the mirror. Yeah, yeah well, everything Le else. Leonardo like DiCaprio was in there, right? Uh, apparently he was on was an episode he? of Saturday Night Live. I, I don't think so. Oh God, what Brad Pitt was. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb page, and it's mostly. <laughs> Is this the Potato Farm? Action. Yes, I'm Mr. Potato. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, you know. See? And then there's all of the resistance. All with the ridiculously Le silly names, including uh, chocolate mousse. But Jason, doesn't this make you think of Archer when they stumble upon the truckers who are making? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I, I had an A-Team vibe, you know, uh, yeah. when they first opened the door, I, I, I thought A-Team. Well, especially with Chocolate Moose, they kind of Mr. T'd him up yeah. a bit, so that yeah. makes sense. Um, where is, uh, where is... Latrine. Yeah, where's Latrine? Car oh, he's about to show up in a minute. Yeah, Carson. <laughs> Mr. Carson. No, I, yeah, I just saw him. He's on the far right. He's a great character in uh, mm -hmm. Down Abbey. 
Oh. Yes. Now he's not Latrine. I believe he's Deja Vu. Yeah, he's Deja Vu. Yeah. Deja Latrine's the Latrine's <laughs> yeah. the of this universe. Oh my god, they killed Kenny. Like See, and that I'm it it's like bothering me trying to figure out what's wrong with this. <laughs> because that's the that is an exact gag that they would have done in another movie and it would have worked. I think yeah. it's the actors. Yeah. Like and I wonder if they just didn't maybe it's the lack of chemistry because with Ted and Elaine, yeah. they Elaine, Elaine, uh, Julie Haggerty had a lot more presence. Yeah. You know, she was more fluid. Yeah. Yeah. I think the two of them just had more natural chemistry because that makes a bigger difference than a lot of people think, because you can put two very talented people together in a show. You got Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey and they're fantastic together, but apparently they kind of, he did not like her. He thought she was really immature and, and. you know, she's playing a 16-year-old, so of course she is. She but, did, did she marry Matthew Broderick? No. No, uh, they they dated. And, they dated. Uh, they dated, that's right. Because okay. that was what happened in that car accident. He accidentally, that's right. He accidentally killed yeah. a man in Ireland, but that was when they were dating, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is married to Matthew Broderick. So. Oh, she's right. in she's in our uh, one of our latest uh, spoof videos. <laughs> yes, she yeah. is. I can't believe I didn't notice that when I watched Jason. <laughs> if you guys haven't, it's uh, it's only on our Instagram page. If in fact, check our Instagram page and see if they've taken it down yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> they the, might have. Because because yeah. Facebook pulled it. Uh, oh, they did. Facebook pulled it. Oh, I did not notice. That. Well, they muted it, and if you mute it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, but uh, go and check out our Instagram page, and you'll see that. Because uh, a lot of people don't know this piece of movie trivia that Return of the Jedi was actually based on an 80s TV show uh, <laughs> created by Stephen J. Cannell. Uh, and oh, I th- couldn't share it. It's on your Instagram, not yeah. ours. Yes, it's on the Motley B. Oh, Motley B. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you should have access to that. You should be able to. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I, I can um, see it. I was just looking But yeah, but no, but yeah, so Sarah no, Jessica. it's on there. Okay, good, good. It is on there. Awesome. But is there volume? Wait, wait, no, it isn't. Is there... No, it isn't. That's the eight, that? That's the A-team one. Oh, okay. Then yeah, they took it down. They, they pulled it. The mm-hmm. sons of bitches. I think I'm just gonna put it up on YouTube, and just take the the consequences. They'll they'll flag it or whatever. But sure, it'll still be up, but it'll have an ad on it. Can well, you tweak? Can you tweak the speed or a little bit so that it's they, not picked up? They're they've they're gotten good. They've gotten past all that. Yeah. You know? oh, okay. And what's annoying about it is that it's not a copy. And just for you know, it's basically we did a movie. Uh, we did a, a short clip of uh, it's the Magnum PI opening music. On top of the edited version of the Return of the Jedi trailer, um, that's fair use. Mm-hmm. You're, we've incorporated something into something else as parody, uh, because again, it's 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 fair use. Yes. But YouTube doesn't care about that, so They're not we'll like try to put it back up there, and you know, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see if it sticks. Yeah, uh, we are actually coming up to another, another break. break. Yeah. All right, All right. Well, Hindsiders, we will be back in just one second. And we're back, Hindsiders. It's good to be back. Yes, it's been so long. We were gone forever. But we're in the midst of yet another musical number, so Jason has zero interest. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my phone over here. It's very, you know, teeny bopper, 50s, hand jive, grease kind of a number. And Val Kilmer, the reason why they even have him singing, they meet in a cafe because uh, the Germans actually find them in their hideout and now they're asking themselves like oh well who's the traitor in our midst because they find one of the carrier pigeons that was uh, reporting on their whereabouts and what their plans were as the resistance and what a strange bit yeah. the carrier pigeon thing it's an odd bit well he's wearing a little uh, uh 
Little briefcase. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> his little. His his little <laughs> what what are those called? Like uh, the helmets with like the flap and the goggles. Like an aviator, old. The, yeah. Like an old old yeah, World the, War the One aviator. One yeah, it's like Snoopy's helmet. As a pigeon, and so they determine. Oh well, we have someone who is a traitor in our midst. Like it's just. Crazy, so they look at because I'm so fucking French. (laughs) No, that oh, wait, Nigel was British, wasn't he? So (laughs) he's got this really snooty voice, anyway. Um, so you know who who Nigel reminds me of? Tell me, Billy Zane. Mm, Interesting, Hmm. I would not have thought of Billy Zane. I wouldn't have either. No, the the, uh, Billy Zane, whenever like in Tombstone, when he had that weird English accent, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! He remind yeah. No, I'm serious. No, 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 yeah, no, you no, can I'm see it now. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would not have put that together. That's fantastic. You have to have a brain like. Oh, here's your mind. <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> oh, Nick. No, yes. but uh, so yes. I guess, explain to me in the hindsighters in the the cafe. Well, uh, Nigel puts it together and he says, "Well, you know, we didn't start having this trouble with thinking that there was a traitor until Nick showed up and the." You know, the Gestapo didn't know where we were until Nick showed up because uh, these girls come up to Nick and they're like, oh, my gosh, aren't you Nick Rivers? And they're just mooning all over him. And he goes, no, I'm Mel Torme. And everybody's like, "Ugh." And then Nigel's like, how do we know he's not Mel Torme? <laughs> so he has to sing one of his own songs that doesn't have lyrics to it. It's just the background of one of his and it's in a jukebox, but he plays one of his own songs and yeah, he, know, he provides yeah, live singing for it. It doesn't make Well, any sense. he was he was a very forward thinking uh, musician and he released the karaoke versions. Just yeah. in of case his he songs. needed to prove he that yeah. it wasn't Mel Torme. Yeah. So, and he ordered, he told his agent, I want these in every jukebox in East Germany. Yes. Just in case. <laughs> the sometimes you just have to suspend your disbelief. Believe. Yes, especially yes, with a movie yes. like with this. a film like this. yeah, everything yeah. was so believable until that one. That spot. was what that took it off. That took me out. That was it. But okay, gentlemen, what's the? Is there something I'm missing about Mel, Mel Torme? Why was it considered a bad thing to be mistaken for Mel Torme? He was the face of old person music at this time. Old people, oh, right? You know, okay. old people liked Mel Torme. My grandfather, yes, you know, I Lawrence like Mel Torme. Well, Mel Torme. But, but you're, we are from the generation of manipulated when, into liking that style. Of music well, again. yeah, basically, yeah. It was reintroduced to us, mm-hmm. and they were smart enough when they reintroduced, you know, the Rat Pack and and well, like singers like that. Tom Jones, yeah, he's back. Tom Jones never went away. Uh, <laughs> whoa, just like Brendan Fraser, he Ooh, never he did left. It, I mean, that man did a duet with the Cardigans, for God's sakes. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you gotta love Tom um, Jones. He he wore very tight pants, if I recall. Yes, yes, he did. Does he, he still do it? I don't know. He still does. He still has a huge, huge man thing. Member? I was going to come up with a <laughs> He's a, batch, he a, a batch. Like <laughs> yeah. Milton Burl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Burl. <laughs> okay, so we're coming up on this gag. Let's just, there are so many gags with the cows. So uh, the French <laughs> resistance crew, It's the symbol of the movie. They're infiltrating the prison where Hillary's dad is being held prisoner while he develops a super weapon for the Nazis. And part of the... East uh, Germans. Whatever. Uh <laughs> But they're so clearly not. I, I know, I know, I know. To be I so know. Zimmela. Yeah, and they're all like, they've got German accents, but um, part of the plan to infiltrate the prison is for Nigel and, not Latrine, um, Deja Vu. Every time I hear that, I think of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Latrine. Oh, Latrine. Latrine. Yeah. Latrine. Yeah. yeah. 
It makes sense. But um, they dress up like a cow because for some reason... Fine, be an asshole. For some reason, these soldiers have a herd of cows that they milk every day. That's <laughs> a part of their day-to-day activities. I suppose, but uh, Nigel and uh, Deja Vu dress up like a cow and... Do you know how they got the cow to wear the boots, gentlemen? No, this I gotta know. I gotta, I gotta hear. I was thinking about that. Well, this made me think of Bob's Burgers, Jason, because you know how Bob learns that cows can't go downstairs, <laughs> and so Linda puts it on a mattress with socks on its feet and shoves it down the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You just have to have a will to make it happen." Yeah. But apparently, this is some other trivia I didn't know about cows. They hate having things put on their feet. So to get one to, I know, I thought they were going in a whole different direction with this fact. <laughs> and so to get one to wear two But doesn't that make sense when you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a cow wearing shoes no. my whole life. No. <laughs> You're missing out. I've seen a lot of cows. Not one. Never. Not one. Mm-mm. They're so, not yeah. as fashionable as we are. So to get a cow to wear two pairs of Wellington boots, the bottoms had to be cut out, and then the boots were attached to the cow's legs with Velcro. Uh. <laughs> Uh, okay, the that makes sense. Things we do to then. animals, oh my God. <laughs> all, all in the name of comedy. <laughs> like that poor horse that was allergic to jello on the Wizard of Oz set. Oh, this is lowbrow humor. Yeah, this oh, is God. very lowbrow low humor. I don't even see the logistics of how this would work. So <laughs> no, it really wouldn't. Nigel gets into the back of the cow costume, and you think it's a, th- a thing about him being gay, because he clearly is. Yeah, and right. You think he wants to just be near uh, Deja Vu's ass, but it's so he can betray Deja Vu later and hold a gun to his back. But another cow comes up and starts drinking milk. No, that's not Deja Vu. Who is it then? I just asked that's, a minute ago. That's, that's, that's Deja Vu. So who was in the... Uh, was it Latrine who's in the cow suit? Uh, uh, it doesn't Let's matter. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think so. It's, it's detente, and oh, we'll move on. Yeah. Whatever. So yes. um, it doesn't matter. Um... So anyway, another cow comes up and starts to drink milk out of the fake udder in the cow costume. And apparently... He seems to be pleased. Nigel, Nigel's Nigel. penis fit exactly into one of the udders. Like, yeah, yeah. Nigel has two he, sex acts. And he's getting blown with, by a cow. Yeah, he, he participates in yeah, two sex acts with bovine lovers. Yeah, there's so much bestiality um, in this portion of the film. Yes, he, he interferes with animals. <laughs> yeah, he does. As, as the British would say. And uh, yeah, because then later a bull actually finds uh, the men attractive in their cow suit and he humps Nigel, who somehow doesn't collapse under the massive weight of a huge bull, but, you know, takes it like a man. Yeah, well, he's an experienced bisexual. Yeah, because he does have that joke when um, he run, when Hillary and Nick find him, he's like, Oh, my love, I would have come back for you. But the people who picked me up on that barge, they violated me in unspeakable ways. And she's like, oh, Nigel, that must have been so horrible. And then you see him kind of like grinning nostalgically as though like, he enjoyed it. Might not have been as bad as, as uh, one would Was it envision. your patrol who picked him up, Mr. Brown? <laughs> <laughs> we found them floating in the ocean. And we, you know, brought him aboard. And showed him some naval hospitality. <laughs> yes, well, you know, you can't uh, have the guy just ride for free. Oh. Goodness. <laughs> gas, grass, or grass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any gas or grass. <laughs> gas, grass, or ass? Uh, you are so is retro. This, is this restaurant semen friendly? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, the first time I heard that joke today. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that at some point they would just quietly change that word. 
Yeah. Just, just things so. like, like they wouldn't even announce it. You know, it would just be like people. Oh, I'm no, I'm no longer a seaman. Yeah. I'm, why don't people just say sailor? Like, yeah. Why? Oh my God. There's Thank a you. Word already. Mariner. You know, <laughs> sure. that's, that's a, yeah, that's a good, that's Mariner. A good I'm in a Mariner first class. Yes. That's Mariner. Right. I hardly know her. But anyway. Shut uh, up, sea man. <laughs> um, I prefer the term aqua woman, but you know what? Whatever. Come, swallow. <laughs> right. Ah, won the episode. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it's just ironic that Mr. Brown is a seaman who happens to live in coming. <laughs> Well, I, have, I, live. I just won the episode. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm, I'm on a street. On one side, there's dicks. And the other side is BJ's. Ah. Know? Right? Yeah. I, Excuse when, me? No, I remember the first time I saw a BJ's. You're going to Marketplace Boulevard. You can be on a street on Coming Avenue. Dick and, B- Dick. and dicks and BJ's. So, wait, Pretty which amazing. dicks is it? It's the coming dicks, right? Yeah, yeah it's the coming dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna BJ call. I'm gonna call them. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna call them and go. Wait. I'm sorry. Is this the Alpharetta dicks or the coming dicks? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be it like, completely straight. I face. need a helmet and two balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. More bestiality. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alfred spooning is he's spooning his way out of the uh, uh, the prison, and he's built like. An underground tunnel that uh, uh-huh. could actually like have cars and well, signs. Do you know in what it. tunnel that was? I bet you're gonna tell us because it's probably in New York City. <laughs> it the, we call it the city. Oh my god! But wait till he takes a peek. Look at look at the uh, what does it say on the left there? New Jersey. Yeah, that's that is uh, the Lincoln Tunnel. Yes. Um, or it could be the Holland Tunnel. Well, and this is how we figure out that Nigel is indeed the traitor, gentlemen, because. Uh, Hillary gets cold while she's waiting for the guys to come back out to the truck and finish their mission of rescuing her father, who's the scientist. And she <laughs> finds like 40 doves in Nigel's coat or pigeons. And they're the carrier pigeons that oh. were carrying the messages to the enemy. So we find out that Nigel, Nigel. was the traitor. Very clever, my darling. And then you he walks to up. Pieces together, but unfortunately, it's too late for you and the others. Wouldn't his pants be ripped? Yes. But huh. the way he walks is pretty great. He walks he like he's got a fence post up his backside. <laughs> or had. Yeah. yeah. A fence yeah. post. Yes. It's been extracted. Uh, <laughs> t- it turns out that they're... <laughs> 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 God. I more mean, more less... lowbrow humor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm less concerned with the logistics of how his pants aren't ripped. More like the fact that he'd be impaled and dead like the guy from the beginning. with. Unless the... he's got practice. Well, he does. That's yeah, true. So yeah. uh, he was used to it. The other yeah, guy was not. Exactly. Oh, he, he, good point. Yeah, he was a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a great, this is a great sight gag. <laughs> when he walks up to the phone, you, you know, and the forced perspective isn't what you think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's actually a big telephone. It's actually a huge telephone. Huge, huge telephone. It's, it's a phone that, you know, Carrot Top would use. And then <laughs> the gag of them just going in circles. It looks like they're issuing all these vehicles to chase the resistance fighters. And they're literally just going in a circle. Uh, this movie's so full of delightful dad jokes. Yeah, the the Zucker brothers did have a a, a great dad joke uh, track record. I realize a lot of my dad jokes kind of come from that, that school of comedy. I could see it, which I'm fine with. That's well, why I love the Zucker brothers. I, I love I love the ZAZ movies. How how old are they now? Oh God, I don't even. The photo I saw of them, they look quite young, but they can't be. It would be impossible. 
Ah, those guys will never get old. Uh-uh. I hope. Although they, I mean, when was uh, they? They haven't made a movie in forever. I mean, I, I kind of they're in their seventies. Yeah, like. I mean, they're they're effectively retired. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. They should come back and do one more hurrah. Now, here's a joke. I oh, love I this thought one. of you when I saw this. Yeah. Because <laughs> you always say how cars yeah. in like old movies blow up. For no, like, no, that's no. not the joke. No, it isn't. See, Zoomers, Zoomers don't know the joke. I know I'm not the joke. a Zoomer. Well, millennials okay. don't know the joke. That was a Ford Pinto. Oh, <laughs> the a, recall. <laughs> a car famous for low speed collisions leading to boom. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, but the reason I, why I thought of you is because when we did Death Race, you're like, oh, yeah, back in the 70s, a cop could put a speeding ticket on the hood of your car and it would <laughs> <Yeah>. blow up. <laughs> Just well, movies no, who were was, like uh, who was, he ran for the Green Party, but he, not Nader. No, Nader, Ralph, Ralph Nader. Nader yeah. Ralph Nader. Yeah, he got those uh, those all taken care Unsafe of. Unsafe at any speed. Yes. Those. I don't know why I did it in Nixon voice. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get our president straight on this freaking episode. I'm God. back, baby. And that's when you can give it to the Germans. They, they make, make good cars. cars. Yeah. They sure do. They really do. Yeah, here's the completely ripped off Val Kilmer moment. But you're right. Um, the guy he looks too serious. Yeah, he, he looks does. like he's in a serious movie. And it, it doesn't... Uh, it's... You know, it's he should have been in like a clown suit or something for this. Like, no, well, see, that's the thing is that you'd have that to dress. Yeah, you've got to dress him up silly for him to even seem silly. It's just it's Val Kilmer being actiony. He's man of actioning. Yeah, like, he's matchening. And that gag that they did, where he he jumps the fence, then he jumps the school buses. It feels like that should have built up. Yeah, to like, something like even more two ridiculous. or three gags. Yeah, right. you know, yeah. They've and, gone on for too long. Yeah, like, with him like jumping over a herd of elephants. And, yeah, you know, just something random. But but yeah. you know, I mean, you know, I, I'm being overly critical, and I recognize that. Yeah, it's one of my faults. Of of I have two faults. I'm assuming there's another one. <laughs> I bet I can help you pinpoint the other. <laughs> that and I'm too humble. That's my other fault. Yes, you you work too too hard. much too much humility. Yes. I'm working on it. I'm the most humble person in the world. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so Val Kilmer's chasing down the girl and Nigel. He's fighting we, Nigel yes. on the side of a truck right now. What I love about Nigel is that when uh, he and Hillary are united at first, when they find each other again, he's still dressed like he's deserted on the island. He's got no shirt. He's dressed like gay Tarzan. He's like, yeah. he never left the island. Yeah, he's got his like shell necklace. and Oh, this would, must have been the biggest pain in the ass scene to film of all time. So Val Kilmer and Nigel wind up falling off of a bridge into a river and then proceed right. to have an entire Old West saloon fight Barroom underwater. Brawl. Yeah. Well, he got certified to do this. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I'm still not certified. I should probably work on that. And so <laughs> there's a chandelier that falls down. Well, yeah, because they do a whole Old West underwater oh, yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. Even the bartender smacks Nigel over the head with a with a bottle. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And the girl winks at him. Now, this is a gag that did go on for way too long. <laughs> yeah. This like, this this gag went on too long. Yes, it did. I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> Even twisted. Yeah, because he's doing a Three Stooges thing. Oh, oh absolutely. But it... And then it goes Bonanza into Bonanza. Theme. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got to pop the collar and put on the white Stetson. Yeah, but you know, how did they how did they do how that? They, they, yeah. they must have weighted their shoes or something. Yeah, they, they had to have. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. otherwise they wouldn't have been able to stay on the bottom. It probably it, took days That's what I'm thinking. to film that. I'm guessing. Yeah. A long time. Well, see, I would like, you'd get an earache so badly from being under the water that long. Do you think they'd take a hit off a regulator or they would go to the surface? 
How, do you, how would they do that to keep making it? They, it could, could be either one. Yeah. yeah. They probably had a scuba diver sitting right there. It would just walk up and. Yeah. Oh, glowing boobs. You know. there yeah, you the know. glowing. Yeah. <laughs> I wish she, women really did that. That would make life so much simpler. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're at a bar, you look at a woman, they light up. Okay. <laughs> but only if they're green because they you officially have the green light in that case. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't light up. Okay. I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> Well, I thought the test of a woman that was worthy of spending time with was if she has daddy issues. No, it's if not. she goes it, on for like 10 minutes about how much she hates her dad. Then no, it's not a question of worthiness. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real. <laughs> I mean, worthy. Well, you, Carbon-based, what's the difference? Yes, where animate. I, where I come from, you could tell if the girls were available if they had the dog a poopy on their shoes. Wait, Excuse what? Me? Oh, you're not familiar with that Steve Martin gag? No. Oh. No, I don't know that one. Oh, no, no you have to explain now. Oh, there I'm was confused. a wild and crazy guy. He would talk about where he comes oh. from. And he said, I this is how you break up with a woman. You say, I break with thee, I break with thee, I break with thee. And then you throw a dog poop on their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so then when you go to the swinging singles bar, you walk up and said, hey, I noticed you have some dog poopy on your shoes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you you must listen to it. I have it on an LP. We'll have to. Uh, I've heard bits. Possibly of the greatest comedian who ever lived. Oh yeah, it still is. It's yeah, still, still is. Still say, working with Marty. With you us. know, you can do right. a master class um, with Steve Martin on comedy. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not cool, cheap, cool, cool. but you know. I'm sure it isn't. Well, the movie is almost over. Yeah, I was going to say we're I out think. of movie. Yeah, just about because um, Val Kilmer is trying to get Hillary to go back with him to America, and she argues that she's needed in France to help fight the resistance or fight with the resistance and uh michael Goh is like i'm not leaving the country without my daughter and, but then but Val Batman needs you. yes yeah that another cheap gag mm -hmm. oh with it speaking of batman they made a fatal mistake earlier in the movie where um chocolate moose was throwing a grappling hook if batman had thrown the grappling hook it would have landed right the first time yeah it fell down yeah. the first yeah. time yes just yet yeah, is that day. him on a stretcher or something? What is? I that? think that's what that is. I was okay. yeah, because yeah. he gets injured. Latrine gets injured at every he's constantly turn. hurt. And of um, course, they have most of all, Scarecrow. <laughs> the, yeah, the why did you? God damn! You go on an adventure with all these characters, and you tell Scarecrow like right. you were my favorite. They yeah. have isn't that a joke on Family Guy where he's like, yeah, it is. The other guys are like, yeah. well, screw you, Dorothy. Yeah, screw you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm well, gonna I, I'm gonna pause well, this before the, the saint comes on. First one that she met, so there's the logic there. But yeah, I know it still seems like it's a raw deal for the rest the of them. First helpful guy. Yeah, the they worked so hard, and the scarecrow just stepped right in at the end. Yeah, and he was the favorite. Yeah, seriously, who should have been the favorite? Chocolate mousse. <laughs> so I think Wizard of Oz on a, on the Alf Seinfeld scale. <laughs> you know, we need to save this for when my dad comes yeah. on the show to do that movie. No, but seriously, who who is your favorite of the Wizard of Oz? Oh, oh, the characters? Yeah. Dorothy. Which one was my favorite? Oh, God, that's a tough one. You know? I never really liked, Oh, no, I that teacher, lion that that teacher what turned into the witch, she was pretty cool. She was. There's a meme out there circulating where it's like, she's the original Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say, I did like the Scarecrow, I think. Yeah, see, Now that I really think awesome. about it, he was my favorite. Yeah, the lion was yeah. kind of annoying. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like him. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. yeah, but, 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 What'd yeah, you have to go yeah. and hit me for? Yeah, humana, humana, humana. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, and, and the, tin the Tin Man. man but he was too high maintenance. He, yeah, like, he... <laughs> 
yeah, he bitched a lot. No, okay, fine. Yeah, Scarecrow wins. He, see, yeah. I think he and does. And he could yeah. dance. I mean, he, he was great. Ray Bolger, was, Ray Bolger, right? Yeah, when I was, was really little, I thought it was Dick Van Dyke, actually, because of the way that he danced in the movie. He but could have been. Well, and then after Oz, you know, there was Return to Oz, and then Scarecrow hooked up with Mrs. King and was played by Bruce Bloxleitner, uh, and that was very great. Good. So he had a great career. Well, and Scarecrow's the lowest maintenance to me because he doesn't have a brain, so he's never going <laughs> to argue with you. And second of all, the only time he got uppity was when he was selling Actually, fire. people without brains argue with me all the fucking time. <laughs> all right, here's a bit of trivia. You may know it. Who was the original Tin Man until he had an allergic reaction to the silver paint? The dad from the Beverly Hillbillies. Buddy Epson. Oh, Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson mm-hmm. was the Tin Man, yep. Yeah. But, no, the Scarecrow... Nice, nice job. My dad's favorite movie. I know oh. everything about that film. Okay. But uh, the Scarecrow is also, he only gets uppity when he gets set on fire. And I think that's fair. Yeah, I'd be upset I, if I was I set agree. on fire. I, I, I've only been on fire once, and it was freaky. Pretty was a, freaky deaky, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long were you on fire? I think that's the important <laughs> question. <laughs> uh, just about five or ten seconds. I was that's kid, enough. I was a kid that's playing enough. with gasoline, and my, hand, <laughs> my hands literally just lit on fire. <laughs> You know how I'm horny and angry all the time and have no outlet for it? Well, it's gasoline. Gasoline, yes. Uh, it was fun. That's the stuff we did. We played with Molotov cocktails. And oh, Brian Wilson. Brian burnt. Wilson. Brian Wilson. He was good friends with uh, Charles Manson. And on that note... Oh, all right. Man, it's about to storm in Armageddon outside. Yeah, I think it is. We've got a thunderstorm coming. We better get home before Armageddon it rains on us. Why don't you bring us home, Bring Garth. us home. All right. Well, Mr. Brown, thank you for this goofy selection of a film for us to enjoy for the most part, <laughs> even though Jason ran through it kicking and screaming. Uh, I no, liked... I mean, I didn't hate it. Okay. I'm just, I just said you it was the it's, it's the least, it's, it's the least of the Zucker movies. Yeah. Suckers. Got it. Well, I enjoyed seeing young Val Kilmer again. That's always fun. And even though he's not the funniest guy, in my personal opinion, I you know, it was great to see him in something different. Oh, yeah. Instead of yeah. a drama or an action movie. So do we have an Alf to Seinfeld on this, gents? I, uh, I can do Alf to Seinfeld because I, I mean, I've seen it several times. Yeah, I can too because I saw <clears> it when I was young. Uh, I'm going to give it about, um, I'm going to give it a two. Oh. No, I mean, it's not a judging the quality of the movie, but like going from when I was a kid watching it to now, I was just waiting for it to kind of be over. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, and I, and I want to go home now and watch Naked Gun and Airplane. <laughs> You know, just to get and Kentucky movie. Fried movie. <laughs> you want to get naked, naked and clean your gun? What? Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give it a four. All right. Yes. Uh, I'm not as dramatic as Jason was. It wasn't quite, <laughs> wasn't quite the same it was on Deep the patrol. Las Vegas yes. over here. Yeah. Here, let me put my turban on. <laughs> <laughs> to do the bankhead. I knew. Finally, Darth Jader. How many times have you seen this film? Uh, now two or three times because I saw it when I was younger I, I know you were surprised that I had seen it in the first place I was but I watched it when I was probably about 15 years old maybe I can't really remember even when the first time I saw it was but uh, oh god the phantom oh, I was just thinking about that oh, Bill, speaking of Billy Zane yeah Billy but, Zane the phantom but um, what do you so, say what do you say girl come on we're waiting Come on, the pressure. Come on, girl. The heat is on. Um, I'm going to agree with you, Adam. I'm going to go with a four because yeah. I, I didn't really appreciate the jokes for what they were when I first saw the movie. They were, some of them were like just a little too hokey or I wasn't paying too enough campy. attention. Yeah. yeah. Well, when the, the singing horse, uh, he's moaning and complaining and his owner goes, oh, he had a cold last week. He's just a little horse. <laughs> 
I was yeah. just like, oh, boom. dad jokes all over the place. Well, they described it as they said Airplane was more of a movie and this was more of a book of jokes. Yeah, it's literally yeah. just a bunch of random gags sewn together rather loosely by not so great of a plot. What year was it? 1984. 84. Okay, so Real Genius came out after. Okay. Mm. This was his very first okay. motion picture. Right. Yes, so yes. I will give it a four because uh, I, you know, I enjoyed it, but it just, the, the jokes aren't that great. Some of them were pretty damn funny, but others just fell flat. And it, I think it goes back to what she said, Jason. I think it really has to do with the actors and the fact that they don't really seem to have any chemistry. It's like, oh, she's a pretty girl and he's a pretty guy and they should theoretically be great together on screen, but that's not always the case. Not always the case. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, for it is, so hindsighters, right, yeah. this has been Top Secret. Thank you for joining Adam, Jason, and myself for another thrill-packed episode. Thanks for joining us for your drive time, your listening time, your cow-wearing Wellington boots time. This has been Hindsight, and good night.